Chapter Two of Silver Chimes in Syria: Glimpses of a Missionary's Experiences. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. Silver Chimes in Syria: Glimpses of a Missionary's Experience by William S. Nelson. Language Study. Whatever differences there may be in experiences in missionary life all missionaries are faced with the most troublesome experience in learning a new language it is more or less natural for every one to magnify what concerns himself our children are always a little better than our neighbors our cook makes better bread than anyone else and mother's pies well that calls for no argument it is much the same way among missionaries it is probable that there are just about as many hardest languages in the world as there are distinct mission fields but then there must be one that is really the hardest and we in syria think we come pretty well up on the list even though we do not claim absolute preeminence the arabic although rich and beautiful is certainly a difficult language and i am sure the syria mission would give unanimous vote on the resolution that it is the toughest linguistic proposition we have ever attacked it was one of the terse and suggestive remarks of dr henry jessop that at the end of the first year the new missionary thought he knew the arabic at the end of the second year he thought he knew nothing and at the end of the third year he wondered how he got hold of it the isolation of a new missionary is at times appalling no matter how kind and helpful the older missionaries may be they are strangers after all with whom one must get acquainted the houses are strange and not adapted to make one feel at home readily servants with their very imperfect knowledge of english must be directed mainly by signs everything seems unbearably dirty the sun is unaccountably hot even in winter the food is strange and does not appeal to a westerner's appetite but worst of all among the babel of noises there is not a familiar sound and with the best intentions of friendliness one cannot reveal the intention except by the perpetual inane grin we begin the study of the language as everyone does almost at the wharf even before recovering from the effects of the voyage the arabic primer with its alphabet was brought to the bedside at one of the earliest lessons in tripoli the old gray-bearded teacher wished to impress a new word mill he repeated the difficult combination and then inquired in some way whether we knew what the word meant the look of black ignorance on our faces gave him the answer and he rose and stepped with dignity in his flowing robes to the door opening this he called in a loud voice across the open court to the cook peter bring me some salt then with a little of this household necessity in his palm he came back to his stupid pupils and pointing at the salt said emphatically Milia. that word was permanently fixed in our vocabulary in less than two months after our arrival in syria and forty days after taking possession of our own home came new year's day with the self-confidence of youth and ignorance we decided to keep open house on our own account in the forenoon we had our language teacher with us to steer us through the intricacies of oriental etiquette and to tell us what to say in the varying circumstances and all went well after dinner however we excused him as we did not expect many more calls and waited our fate after a time when the parlor was well filled with a mixed company of men and women 
among whom was the old teacher who had taught us the word for salt i used the wrong pronominal termination probably the masculine for i should have used the feminine the old gentleman rose from his place with great impressiveness and started round the entire circle pointing his finger at each person and pronouncing distinctly to every man talk and to every woman tick it created a laugh of course but it is needless to say that whatever mistakes i have made in arabic since it has never been because i did not know the difference between the masculine and the feminine form of the second person pronomial affix end of chapter two